This is the Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. I want to welcome you to the program. Uh, we're right here today with Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Whoop, whoop. That's right. Ready to continue our discussion with our wonderful Jody Smith. Her um, where you can locate information about Jody is platology.com. Um, she does a wonderful job, has a thousand videos, can help you with diet, can even do private sessions with you. So we're going to be continuing that discussion with her today. Um, you know, some of the things that we don't think about is 95% of all diets fail. Sounds like restaurants, and, actually, over a period of time. It's about that way. Yeah, it's um, about that way. So, you know, I wanted to ask you something about keto a little bit. Is there any research ongoing that you know of that's pointing out the keto and heart disease connection, or are we theorizing based upon the diet? Well, I would say yes. Um, let me see if I can give you in my, my keto research some of the uh, specifics. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they haven't been doing keto long enough right. um, to have really good long-term studies. <laughs> but what we found out is, again, with certain types of people, they have these – what they see are changes in markers. I don't know if you've seen like the Boston heart. Yeah, sure. It's a common, um, you can, common test. Ex- it is a common test, and it's it's an incredible test for mm-hmm. predicting heart disease. Mm-hmm. And for some people, keto can help manage it. For other people, Fires it up. can contribute mm-hmm. because it depends on, um, you know, their LDL, their ability to digest fat, mm-hmm. um, you know, those kinds of things. We we definitely. There's definitely uh, both sides of that issue, and all that has to do with what is your own body type, and right. what can you know? What how does your body handle it? I think that I have to always personally have this kind of baseline for what do I bring stuff back to? You know, uh, science even goes back and forth, and we've certainly seen that. Remember when everything science-wise said eat margarine, eat margarine. <laughs> you know, you know this. I, I've been I don't necessarily it know that that was science. <laughs> I, I have a feeling it was some guy in a very dark room uh, sending out press releases with no research whatsoever. But. <laughs> well, maybe so, but you know, they they put it as science. They they said no, yeah, no, we need omega six fatty acids. Yeah. We need those omega sixes, oh, and we're gonna you know we're gonna die without them. So we got to have sunflower oil and corn oil and soy oil and everything switched to that and then we found out oh no shoot that causes breast cancer contributes (laughs) at least and you know all these other problems so i have to go back to something that never changes and for me that's how god created us and what he said in the beginning and that's where i kind of put my if if it goes against everything in scripture there's probably something wrong because you know, the Bible's been around for a Amen really long time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I kind of use that as my um, that my foundation. And we know that too much fat from the beginning of time was considered to be a very strong negative. So what I try to tell people is even if you're going to do keto, and I know you got to get into ketosis, and remember that keto originally started out as a diet for these poor children that had terrible seizures. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were able to stop their seizures by doing this extremely high fat because of what it actually did in the brain. 
And I mean, that's totally legitimate. But the problem was these kids couldn't live. They weren't getting the nutrition they needed. And I had all these neurologists sending me kids that were on the keto diet, trying to figure out how we could get enough fat and keep them in ketosis enough not to have the um, so the, the seizures, but nourish them. Did they, were you also finding drawback. that it was benefiting the seizures? Well, it was phenomenal for the seizures. Okay, you know, I'm just curious as to whether you were seeing it too. Yeah, no, it it definitely, <laughs> definitely worked. Okay. But it was a very teensy, tiny percentage of kids. Yeah. You know, or the kids that failed the meds. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, you, you, I, I'm only one little peon in a big C. But what I saw was there were kids that it, when it worked, it worked. And when it didn't work, it just didn't, yeah. period. Gotcha. It just didn't work. Like most so I, I think that um, that keto and certain types of cancer, you know, they can stop the growth of tumors. There's something there that um, is definitely legit. But to turn around and say keto is good for everybody right. that's obese is probably not necessarily true. Hmm. Okay? okay. And I think that it's going to take us, you know, we I, I thought – that Jeff Bland was so wise when he's a, a really brilliant nutritionist that comes from my day and, and um, actually a, a doctor that set so much of the foundation for the nutrition as for nutrition as we know it today. And he said it takes 35 years for true science to come down through the path to become common knowledge. Mm. So that was exactly about right with like margarine. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding, you know, the, the benefits of fruits and vegetables and, you know, why we needed to make a, to have more of a plant-based diet. I think that everything has to come back down to making certain that you're getting the nutrition you need. So for my friends that are doing keto and they're eating, you know, a pound of bacon and they're doing tons of coconut oil and they're putting coconut oil in their coffee and they're doing all these different kinds of things. I don't know that they are getting the nutrition they need. Right. Mm-hmm. I have some that are doing it much better. They're doing only antibiotic-free meat. They're being cautious and careful about, you know, the type, the amount of fat and the types of fat they're getting. They are being fanatical about vegetables. They need to be able to do much better and get the nutrients they need from their keto diet. So, again, you can even take the same diet and do it completely differently. So is there a best practice or some sort of documentations when you say, I don't know that they're getting enough of like nutrients to live on? Is there guidance for, okay, you should be getting, and I don't even, I guess, know what they are. I don't know if it's, if you're talking about like B vitamins and C vitamins and minerals and things like that. I mean, is there kind of a place that people could start to say like, this is what you should be getting? and then. Some yeah. great tests. You know, we're testing everybody now for vitamin D because we know how critical that is. Mm-hmm. It's just a simple blood test. There's several different tests. Genova um, uh, does a wonderful test where they look at all of your nutrients and mm-hmm. see where you're deficient. Okay. And so, and that's just like a, a whole broad spectrum. The other thing you can do, though, is um, if you're using My Fitness Pal or any of the uh, used to be, you know, very rare to find an online program that actually worked and did the job, but they all do now. And they'll measure your nutrients. They'll me- measure your macros. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get a pretty good idea just by charting your food. And it's so funny because, you know, again, John, you understand this. I have asked for 
ever for people to do a three-day diary. And I actually won't see them unless they'll do a three-day diary for me because they never want to do that, ever. And I just make them. And I say, please, just write down what you eat. Don't, don't, uh, you know, look at it. Don't try to make it better because you're seeing me. Just write what you eat. I just want to see the real thing of what goes in your mouth. And after they've done it, they've like, then, wow. I had no idea. Yeah. Every because time. in their head, they weren't doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just getting it on paper is usually a really, really good indication. Oh, you mean I ate a half a box of crackers on the way home from work and I don't even remember doing that? Nice. You know, things like that. Yeah. So. So trying to um, utilize some of what we have, I just got a Fitbit. I know I'm way behind the times, but (laughs) my kids bought me a Fitbit for Christmas. And I kept saying, I don't need a Fitbit. You know, come on. I I got enough watches and stuff I wear already. But this Fitbit, every time it buzzes at me, (laughs) I stand up and start, you know, marching anything. (laughs) I do anything to make sure that that little buzzer tells me I just completed my steps for the hour. It is amazing how little things like that you know work it's sort of that competitive thing you're not going to beat me fitbit i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna show you i can do this so we we want to utilize all of the resources that we have and tracking your food is really important understanding are you getting 60 percent of your calories from fat because if you are that's a problem Mm, i tell people no more than 30 percent of their calories look at your plate is it half vegetables yeah. And then what's the other half? Is is a fourth of it protein and a fourth of it um, complex carbohydrates, like maybe some brown rice or, you know, some beans or something like that? Not arsenic again. No. Um, <laughs> the, uh, let's, uh, can we, can we move towards body types a little bit more? Um, sure. Because we've talked about around the belly. Uh, we've talked about hourglass. Um what other type of body types and diets that we've at least seen some correlationship with? Um, well, we've talked uh, the the top heavy. You know, anybody that's mm-hmm. top heavy is a cardiovascular risk. Mm-hmm. Anybody that is really bottom heavy, the super hippie hippie. Mm-hmm. You know, lots of hips, lots of bottom, lots of thighs. Mm-hmm. Um, that generally has something to do with um, a circulation, and hmm. that's the type of person that's going to probably benefit the most from exercise. And especially, uh, well, one of the things we know about insulin resistance, because insulin resistance can go all the way down. It could start where you get, you know, you're starting to build that belly when you've never had a belly. But that can also go into the the hips and the thighs and all of that. And that uh, type of exercise that works the best and the type of nutrition that works the best for that is when you do like circuit training. You know, you get the aerobic level up and then down and then up and then down. And the same is true with um, diet. If you can keep your carbohydrates down, you know, I tell people 35 carbs per meal, Mm -hmm. maybe up to 45. Each person is so different. We kind of have to see, you know, how much they're eating now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's the women that come in and say, I'm eating 800 calories a day and I'm not losing weight. And that is true. Sometimes that is very, very true. They're eating 800 calories a day and not losing weight. Well, a but lot, because they're yep. eating all carbs. Well, yeah, and also they're they've been eating 800 calories for two years. Body's adjusted to it. 
that's very true. But I think it's those, you know, not being able to break it down. Now, I've had people when we just fix their gut, and I, you certainly know about this, but if I just got their gut fixed and I gave them some digestive enzymes, all of a sudden, boom, they were like a different person. Hmm. Yep, that makes sense. So just to go over that a little bit, so upper, upper body, if you're a little heavier, upper body, cardiovascular or heart, uh, middle section, blood sugar, first thing, and then lower body being a little bit larger, blood flow, which responds to exercise. And then that, that kind of hourglass, mm-hmm. you know, again, sometimes those people have a lot of adrenal mm-hmm. and blood sugar issues. Mm. So they're up and down. You know, you they you see a lot of up and down, just that general gain. Um, adrenal type people need higher protein. Yep. So that may be something as well. And there's a really good book, and I actually haven't looked at it in a while to be really, really specific. It gets even more specific. It's kind of like blood type, you know. It's not 100% accurate, but there are some great things in there that most people can relate to. Most people can say, oh, yeah, that's me. I get that. But, um, you know, again, these just give you little triggers and tips and hints. And I honestly think most people, when you start talking to them, will tell you. I'll always say, well, what diet did you go on that worked? And then they'll tell you, you know, oh, my goodness, I just did. I just did protein. Man, I lost like crazy. Hmm. You know, and you'll know, okay, this person has, you know, problems with digesting carbohydrates. They have problems with eating too many carbohydrates. And right. 99% of the time, for me personally, if I can see what they're eating and they're overweight, I can tell you why. Because mm-hmm. maybe they're super fat people, not fat, but they eat too much fat. <laughs> right. You know, everything they would grab, it's the butter, it's the nut butter, it's the pound of nuts, it's the, you know, two and three snacks of nuts a day. Um, too much fat. Even if it's good fat, they're still going to gain weight because they're not going to expend that many calories. Okay. So if we look at the middle of this, not necessarily direct middle, and we go back to then paleo, what's the differences there? Well, again, remember right now, grains are vilified. Yes. Grains are villains. They're bad. (laughs) And um, so paleo, keto, um, Whole30, they all take out grains. And they all take out beans, which is really sad because those are the two cheapest components of our diet. So I have a hard time with that. I believe that we would like to try and keep beans and grains in our diet, but in smaller quantities if you're trying to lose weight. Mm. And maybe after you lose 20 pounds, then adding them back in. Because what's the biggest reason that people say they don't stay on their diets? It's too expensive. It takes too much planning. It's too hard. Um, I can't get these foods at my grocery store. Mm Mm-hmm. Not that we can't get much, much better quality than ever before at the grocery, but keeping in mind that these foods are foods you would feed your family and you don't necessarily want to take your your child and put them on, you know, a a keto or a paleo diet because they do need the complex carbohydrates, but they probably just need a little more exercise. Mm -hmm. And again, 
balance, balance, everything in balance. How much movement to how many calories? We can't get past the fact that calories are units of energy and you have to spend them. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's say that one of these three diets, somebody comes to you, and I'm just kind of trying to make this a more real-life example so that we can tie this together a little bit. So they come in and they use any of these three, Whole30, Keto, uh, and or Paleo. And they say, I, I took the pounds off, my brain fog went away, mm-hmm. uh, my fatigue was better, I felt better. And their blood sugars leveled, they were mm-hmm. almost a type 2 diabetic that now that even if they are, the, they are able to manage it with diet. And they come to you and they say, but I'm starting to get tired again and plus I, I just can't afford this. Right. What do you do? How do you work them back to a more reasonable diet that still maintains this instead of they stop, they put on 20 pounds, they're upset again, they wait till they're done being pissed off long enough to go back and try it again, and then do this yo-yo diet. So how do you work them back? And let's use these three as the example. Okay. What would you do with them? And I'm sure it depends is the biggest issue, but it, let's start It does de- depend. But let's say, for example, somebody comes back in, they've lost their weight, they're where they want to be, but they want to be able to, I, I ask them, what do you miss? What What's the problem? And the problem is maybe when I'm with my friends, I, I there's nothing I can eat. I can't go out and eat. Good point. So we say, okay, um, let's talk about what you could eat and what would be a treat, you know, where you would feel like you fit in and, and, and maybe that would be, I want to be able to order a baked potato. Okay. Order a baked potato or really I want French fries. And I say, what about a baked potato? <laughs> right. Okay. You know, or something like that. Well, that Jody, that's a real you simplistic do, you, way. You do know the number, the, the more frequent thing is, uh, can, can I have some red wine with the girls when exactly. I go out? Exactly. Can I have something, have you know, to drink? Okay, so what and do we do in those cases? Because that's the you, truth. You tell it's them social. that they can, it's, and it's absolutely important. Okay. But if they have a glass of wine, they don't get to have a glass of wine and a piece of cheesecake. Right. Oh. You know, because what we have a tendency to do is to go overboard and go crazy. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to just throw caution to the wind and have everything I want (laughs) because I'll just start tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That's right. And then we fall off the wagon tomorrow. Yep, we're off the wagon. If you give yourself the chance to have something that you want. Than the and make a wise choice. You know, I love bread. Oh my gosh, I just love bread. And you know, they do that bread and oil. Maybe I love the oil more than the bread. <laughs> so rather than saying most 99% of the time, I say none. But if I want to give myself a treat and I want it, I just say, okay, I'm going to have one piece. Mm-hmm. And enjoy Ouch. every bit of that well, one how ba- piece. How big's the piece, uh, Jody? <laughs> just uh, a big... little piece, just a regular piece. <laughs> oh, but you know, okay. rational, rational. Yeah, not a and loaf. then if you're going to do <laughs> dessert, right. the key is have it out. Yep. And then do not take anything home. And, you know, I, I used to tell people in Bible study and stuff that I dropped the cake on the floor and ate the whole thing myself, <laughs> you know, because it was I, it just was in, in my house and it was just, you know, I couldn't stop. So mm-hmm. we have to make our, our environment safe. And then when you're out, you can, you know, you can do some different things. But, you know, what does everybody say when they go on a cruise? 
I ate so much food. I feel, you know, bloated and sick. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, there's so much food. Yeah. But on a cruise, there's wonderful food. You could have had fresh veggies. Yes, you true. could have had fresh fruit. <clears throat> you could have had lean meats, fish every day. You could have had salmon. You know, so you have to have a plan and work your plan. But Jody, and that, Jody, have you been on a cruise? <laughs> um, no, but I've stayed in those all-inclusive resorts, okay. which is about well, just, the same thing. Just mm-hmm. know the third day they tie you into a chair and they force you to eat all this food. <laughs> they they, do all not. of them do. You can't go on a they cruise do that doesn't not. make you do that, just so you know. <laughs> you can't stop yourself uh, once you're on the can. cruise. Yeah, it's yeah, it's terrible. Uh, it's, uh, Actually, you can't. Right, the food's you te- good. You technically can. And I, and I mean, Jody, I think you make a good point about right? It's, it's about having a plan ahead of time and making a good choice right. when you're in the moment you have to think. And, and enjoying that choice, right? Like I think right. part of, right. part of enjoying what we do it. is like not, we're just, we eat, but we don't mindfully eat. And so that whole comment about like, I ate a half a thing of crackers on the way home from work and I didn't even realize it or whatever, you know, it's like one of my favorite, my favorite integrated docs told me once, he's like, if you want dessert, like have a bite or two, enjoy it, like eat it with joy and move on. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not, exactly. ha- it's not have, you know, a whole cheesecake today and then a whole cheesecake tomorrow and a whole chocolate chip cookies. I've heard they get pretty big. You can get big chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. There's a great scripture. It says all things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. (laughs) And I just have found for me personally, I love to to bake and make, you know, fun, good, healthy, nice things. Mm -hmm. But if I don't take that first bite, I'm perfectly fine. And so I love to bake things and give them away. Mm -hmm. That's my way of having the joy of doing some kind of sweet, you know, they're, again, they're they're natural sweets, but still, if I eat that first chocolate chip cookie, mm. it is not profitable for me <laughs> because nope. I don't enjoy it. I just want another one. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you have to say to yourself, what would really, but I'll tell you, if you get a beautiful pineapple and you cut it and the juice is running all over or a pear. I just ate a pear the other day. And I mean, that juice was like running down my chin. Now I enjoyed every last bit of that pear. I wanted to eat the core. It was so (laughs) good. But when I was done, I was done. You know what I'm saying? You know, it was, I didn't say, Oh my goodness, I'm going back to the store and buying 50 pears and sit and eat them all till I throw up. And that's the difference between, you know, listening to your body and knowing um, that it was a good thing and you feel good about it. You don't feel guilty about it. I think that, again, as we eat and we eat to live and we don't live to eat and we really get that in our core, right. mm-hmm. it becomes much easier. It's just the world doesn't tell us that. So it's harder in our environment. But the only time that people really blow it majorly is when they have no plan. And I tell people when they, you go to a restaurant, don't even open the day menu. You know, Mm -hmm. if you need to ask what the soup of the day is, or you need to, you know, ask a question, but go in with a plan of what you're going to eat right? Mm -hmm. and then tell them and they'll fix it for you. I mean, restaurants are pretty much all, I mean, it's even certain fast food restaurants give you an option. I just about died the other day when I read online that McDonald's is going to antibiotic free meat. Really? really? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what nobody believes it is, that. <laughs> but I couldn't believe it. Think about that. They have gotten the message that people are sick to death about eating this horrible ammonia dipped, gross, disgusting, you know, stuff that they have to offer, and they are making this huge new vow because I'm sure they're losing money. Sure, they are. 
to exactly it's all about money yeah. but think how far we've come that people are you know yeah, mcdonald's that that's like the lowest of the low that they're even thinking about that mm-hmm. and i was I, actually i was really kind of excited i said not that i'm gonna eat at mcdonald's because i'm not ever but the fact <laughs> that they were saying that they would <laughs> um they would consider that and then you look at places that now say um what who did i see the other day um Jimmy John's has a whole grain bun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, people are recognizing, look at what the things that are changing in these restaurants and you see, you know, you have things that are marked that they're paleo or you have things that are marked with the grams of carbohydrate or the grams of sugar. Yeah. I, I'm just really excited about the fact that they are making it easier when you eat out. Yeah. But no matter where you eat out, no matter how hard you try, you're probably going to eat close to double the number of calories out as you would at home. Right. Right. So think about those things. And as people begin to pick up a program that works for them, don't feel like you just have to do whatever is the trendy thing. Sure. Maybe use some of those diet plans to give you some ideas. Most people don't look at paleo or Whole30 or keto and just make it exactly. Maybe keto they do because, you know, keto is is much more restrictive and strict. But Whole30 will give you an idea, you know, and you'll say, oh, yeah, you know, thank God for cauliflower rice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no kidding. How cool is cauliflower (laughs) rice? I mean, good grief. And, you know, just some of the things that have come out of this understanding. Um, I'm just so excited with the broccoli pearls because I used to waste all those stems because I was too lazy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, to make them into something. And I would feel so badly because good old broccoli stems would go in the compost pile or go to my goats (laughs) when I should have been eating them. And now they got broccoli pearls, you know. Excellent. So. There's lots of things that are happening that are really good that are encouraging us. We just have to get on board okay. and make up our minds that we're going to do what needs to be done. So this, this is why I like having Jody on the program. I'm all fired up to go like restock my <laughs> my refrigerator with like a Sorry, bunch of different veggies now, and you know, just not mm-hmm. that I'm not always on kind of an overall plan, but just yeah, it's you always you are and you're, you're, you're a dude now. Uh, you know that. <laughs> I'm, but I always I'm always get energized to hear you talk, Jody, and inspired that I mean these all of these things are possible if we if we choose them to be for ourselves, right? Yeah, and that's right. And what a and what a what a nice place to not be sick to death <laughs> of what we're eating, mm-hmm. but, you know, using it to fuel the life that we want to have. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So what we are hearing or what I'm hearing is uh, also the Whole Foods, um, I'm sorry, Whole30 and not Whole40 or 60, um, <laughs> keto and paleo. These are diets that you are pretty much stating this is not a, this is not a permanent lifestyle being it is an adaptive diet. You could get where you want to get, but pull back some and adjust by bringing in more nutrients, more things that balance it out, and then try to maintain from there with your lifestyle changes. I'm, I'm hearing that correctly, Correct. right? Okay. Absolutely. Which is interesting because you, you, you've got enough folks out there, mostly the docs that don't know a lot about these things. Um, hey, if it works for you, just keep doing it. 
um, uh, for the next 30 years. And then your body starts kicking back at you because you're going to be missing some of that nutrient base. Even though I, I agree with you, I think Whole30 gets pretty close to a, a pretty wide variety of foods and they, they do a better job except for the grain area. So, uh, like, and beans, grains and, and beans. Yeah, I can't forget the beans. beans. I don't know beans. why I forget the okay. uh, yeah. Navy beans, one of my favorite. Uh, lima beans, uh, my son loves, absolutely loves. He loves them so much that he'd never chew them. He'd just swallow them because he still had to eat them. <laughs> Yeah. But he would not chew them because he thought they tasted like, you know. Horrible. Anyhow, so, so like usual, we're, uh, we're, we're out of time. We've uh, put this together as a sequel uh, for our listeners. And Jody, just thank you so much for being on. And, hey, tell us a little bit, Platology. Is it platology.com, right? Right, platology.com. And if okay. people need ideas for recipes, if they need some education, some just uh, how-tos, we have over a 1,000 different videos. We have a couple thousand recipes on there, wow. lots of educational info. And um, also, if they need to, to look further and do an individual consultation, we can look at your own individual system because we are one person at a time and everyone is unique. So no one size fits all. We try to personalize and make this work for you so that it is a lifestyle change that you can utilize forever. And, and um, they're certainly welcome to come on and they can be on for a month for free and see everything that's there. We're, we try to be as um, generous as we can with all of our information. It's good to know. It's a great resource out there. I've used it myself personally. So I, I definitely recommend folks check out platology.com and the good work that Jody's doing with uh, with nutrition. Yeah, it's great. Jody, thank you so much for being on. Always Thanks appreciate Thanks for having you. me. Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts. For the well-being of yours. That's right. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com.